Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I am Darwin, your host for today's episode. And I am with Daniel Kiyayev, CEO of PPCDen.net. So hi, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, Darwin. How's it going? Oh, I'm good as well. So thank you so much for ac- ac- accepting our invitation, um, Daniel. So um, by the way, Daniel, can you please tell us a little bit more background of yourself? At least we will know you better. Yes. So over a decade ago, mm-hmm. I accidentally got involved in Google Ads marketing. Mm-hmm. And that happened because I failed my first business terribly. It wasn't oh. a personal training. Yeah, it wasn't a personal training huh. business. I was trying to train people mm-hmm. and make some money. But what I found out within three months was my business failed because I couldn't establish a lead generation process. So that inspired me to go searching for ways mm-hmm. to get leads. And long story short, I ended up with Google Ads. Oh, that's amazing. Actually, yeah, I tried to search you as well, your background in Lincoln. So yeah, I, it's pretty amazing, actually. So yeah, um, right now, we're just going to have some simple question. Yeah, I prepare some simple, simple question here for you. So the first question that I have, how do you ensure a consistent flow of leads, appointment, and sale for business using Google Ads? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. See, there's a process to everything, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that businesses tend to skip is a process called funnel validation. In the business world, it's also known as proof of concept. What that means is, do people want to buy your services and products? See, everybody skips that phase. What do they want to do? They jump into Google, and the way Google works is you target keywords, right? So they launch hundreds and thousands of keywords without even knowing if people want their product. And then most of the time, it goes downhill. What you have to do instead is you launch very small campaigns, very targeted campaigns, and you run some traffic into your funnel and you see, are people submitting a form? Are they calling you? And then you, you, that's the first step to ensuring it. So once you establish those leads and they're turning into appointments and they're turning into sales, only then can you start moving into the next phase and scaling up. So that's the key part in all of this and to making it more consistent and predictable. And why is it consistent and predictable? Because every single month, new people are searching for those keywords that you are targeting. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, that's um, yeah, amazing. And also, that's correct. So because, you know, we're doing a business as well. So I could relate to that one. So um, second question, what are some specific conversation focus um, strategies you employ to build a successful client accusation systems? Right. So one of the things is you, you could launch your own Google Ads campaign. You could launch, you could use like freelancing websites. There's many different things you can use. I think what it com- comes down to is what's the person's nature like? You know, some people are more outgoing. Some people are more introverted. So you have to pick something that's going to suit you best. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree for that one. And now can you explain how profit um, tracking and out- throughput system contribute to your um, marketing campaigns um, effectiveness? Could you please explain that one? Yes. Let's start with profit tracking. Mm-hmm. Every single time you log on to the internet, you see everybody's kind of boasting. Oh, I got leads for $10. <laughs> Or I got leads for $100, right? There's some 
niches like personal injury attorneys where a click is sometimes worth a hundred dollars so people are like boasting i got this for this price i got leads for that price it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how much you're paying for a lead what matters is how much you're paying for it and how much money you're getting back yeah so one of the ways we do that is this thing called utm parameter tracking so let's say you have your website like my site ppcdan.net what i do is i add information to the url Right. And this is easy to do. You could hire a developer out there to come in and they can establish this UTM parameter tracking for you. So what happens is when somebody fills out a form, information goes with the form into the CRM system and you can even make it go into an Excel sheet. So what happens is somebody submits the form and I can see the name of the campaign. I can see the name of the ad, the name of the keyword, and I have the person's name, email, and phone number. Now, if I close a deal, say for $2,000, I will know where that $2,000 came from. That's the power of profit tracking. Whoa. So now you can log into your campaign and let's say you have 10 campaigns, right? Mm -hmm. And you start noticing a pattern that, wow, 50% of my sales are coming from just two campaigns. So why are we spending money on the other eight? You could pause the other eight, take your entire budget that was going into the eight campaigns that's not producing profits and move it into the ones that are. And that's the power of profit tracking. Oh. Now the throughputs, yeah, do you see how powerful it is? Yeah. This, this is how businesses turn into case studies so quickly because they understand this power. Okay, great. You're paying $50 a lead or whatever the price is. Big deal. Big deal. You could have a campaign where you get 100 leads and you're paying, ex you're getting it at such a low cost per lead, but you won't even know if it's turning it into sales. And that's where throughput systems come in. The power of throughput systems is everyone thinks that Google Ads is the first stage and the last stage, and that's not true. A person like myself, who's a Google Ads manager, right? Mm -hmm. We're just one part of the process. You must have a follow-up system. You must be able to take your potential prospects, move them through the funnel. So here's an example. Let's say, mm -hmm. let's say a hundred people fill out your form. And you start seeing that none of them are turning into sales. You look at your throughput system, and because you have UTM parameter tracking and you have the name, the email, and the phone number, you can start seeing how many phone calls are being made to each person. You might notice that each person is only getting one phone call. But as you know, persistence is the key. You have to call at least three to seven times every person that comes into your funnel. So you can use this type of information to move people down through your funnel. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I can feel it that you're super good with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way that you talk and you um, you know, um, share your experience doing your business, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So right now, how does your approach prioritize getting um the sales over simply um generating leads or shopping cart views? Could you please share this? Um. Could you ask that again? I'm uh, sure. Sure. A oh, it's okay. Um. How does your approach prioritize getting the sales over simply generating leads? or shopping cart views. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little secret, okay? Sure. <laughs> Everybody on the internet thinks that the Google Ads optimization process is different for e-commerce funnels uh -huh. and lead generation funnels. Everybody thinks you optimize it a different way. Mm -hmm. I optimize everything the same way. 
it's the same exact process. What you have to look at is oh. it's just the different steps, right? In a lead generation funnel, somebody clicks on your ad, they come to your landing page. The smart businesses are using landing pages, right? It's a one page. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really let you go to other areas of the website. It keeps people focused, right? They see the form, they fill it out. They land on a thank you page. You thank them for signing up, right? Mm -hmm. And then you execute the process of following up. In e-commerce, it's a little bit different. They come to the product page. They view the product. They add it to their cart. They go to the checkout and then they swipe a cart. What you have to understand is that you have to have just different um, optimization mm -hmm. and different optimization indicators. For example, in a lead generation campaign, it converts between 5 and 15%. That means 5 to 15 people, at least a healthy lead generation campaign, 5 to 15 people out of 100 are going to fill out your form. But in e-commerce, most e-commerce stores are functioning at 1%. So a lot of times, e-commerce stores get frustrated Mm -hmm. especially new ones in the business, they go, wow, I had 30 people in my funnel. Nobody bought. That's because you need to get to the 100. Wow. It, it's, it's, it takes right. a little bit more to get somebody to take out their credit card than to fill out a form. It's much easier for me to give you my name than to give you my credit card info. I get it. <laughs> now yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, actually, um, you know, I'm confused on that part as well because you know, um, I didn't do that, um, or I wasn't been, um, you know, I'm having some a lot of experience in your industry, but yeah, I am sure that that is true because you've been in this industry for a lot of years, I think, right? Yeah, for over a decade. Oh, wow. So yeah, um, and now um. Could you elaborate on how you leverage a client industry knowledge and experience to create effective marketing campaigns? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're when you're moving into a brand new campaign, right, and you're assisting a client, even if they already have a campaign running, mm -hmm. right? One of the one of the things you have to do is find out everything the client knows in a sense of benefits and in the sense of like the sales cycle, the sales process. So let me explain. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use myself as an example. Sure. I, as you already know, I'm in Google yeah. Ads, right? Somebody comes into my funnel. If they're brand new, they have no idea what's going on. They don't even know that you can get leads on the internet. I still have people in my family who ask me, what do you do for a living again? They don't have the slightest <laughs> clue. They don't have the slightest clue. But here's what we do know. That number one, most, a lot of businesses might not even be successful in Google Ads. Mm. And even if they could be successful, they have their settings wrong. Did you know that if you launch a new campaign and your settings are wrong, you don't even have a chance because you could pick to advertise in your hometown, but your ads are showing up in China. That's the wrong target market. You can't service them. So what I do is I leverage the knowledge that I have and you can create a campaign that suits that. For example, you could have a typical ad that says, ready to scale your business with Google ads. Mm -hmm. And a new person might say, yes, I am. They come to the site and they're confused because all the industry language doesn't connect with them. They leave, they don't sign up. So I can take my expertise, right? And I can mm -hmm. say, um, here are eight strategies you can implement to get a better outcome with Google ads. 
or even here's how Google ads works. And these remarketing banner ads, you, I'm sure you've seen those. You go to a site, mm -hmm. they follow you. So imagine you didn't get enough information from the first interaction. And I'm using my expertise to, to nurture by letting them know how Google ads works by doing a something interesting I call a profit assessment. You can actually see if you're going to be profitable. If every click is $10 and a healthy conversion rate is 10%, you're going to pay $100 for a lead, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the lead for $100 and you're excited you got a lead, but your services cost $50. You already had a loss. You're never going to be profitable. Exactly. But most businesses don't look into that. So imagine I nurture them and I say, hey, do a profit assessment before you launch and save thousands. Literally, businesses launch, they spend maybe two to $10,000 in their first three months on ad spend and they had no business being there from the start. So that's how I leverage every client's knowledge to build these types of campaigns um, and sometimes you'll even learn there's this amazing thing called traffic temperature right if somebody types in uh, tooth extraction major pain mm -hmm. the need is so high but if someone types in how much does a tooth extraction cost the need is not so high they're just learning so you can also talk to, to I can talk to my clients and try to see where most of their customers are at and build a campaign that, that matches their intent. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was. Actually, I just listened and then, you know, uh, I try to um, imagine as well. So yeah, that is right, actually. And now, um, can you share a real-world example of moving prospect down the buying process ladder and its impact on sales? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh -huh. When when people come onto your landing page in lead generation, like we mentioned earlier, a healthy uh -huh. campaign is five to 15 percent. So five to 15 people will uh -huh. sign up. What happens to everybody else? They leave. Exactly. But they looked for you. They wanted to learn about you. But something came up. Somebody could have called them. They could have been on a bus stop. They might be just quickly looking and their meeting is starting. So they drop it and they can't continue. Mm -hmm. There's a hundred reasons why people don't move, move forward into connecting with you. And the same for e-commerce. 1% conversion rate is considered healthy. So 99 people leave. So here's how you can move them down the buying process. The first thing you can do, an interesting thing you could do is you, you could take a quiz. Take a quiz. Mm -hmm. So all these people that came and left, you could send a banner ad to them and, and, and say something like, take this quiz to see if you're ready for Google Ads. I'm not asking them to contact me. I'm not asking for a meeting or a sales oh. call or even to give them a proposal. I'm asking you to please take a quiz. And it's easy. It's five questions. Yeah. They come, they take the quiz, and then you can say, please enter your email address to get the results. That's called an interaction. Exactly. There was this That's great, e yeah. There was this great e-commerce case study where the more the e-commerce company connected with its clients, the higher their order value increased. It used to be twenty dollars, but after the case study was done, and they were using blogs and banner ads and social media, their order values increased to like seventy dollars. It was very intense. So after they take this quiz, the next thing I can do is based on their re results, I can send more information to them. And just give them a little more information until they're ready. So what's after the quiz? Case studies. I can send them case studies. 
follow them around, show them, get them a little bit excited. Wow, look at this case study. It's incredible. I didn't know Google Ads can be so powerful. And then after the case study, I can request a demo. I can request a meeting. That's moving them down the buyer journey. Imagine somebody walks up to you and says, oh. give me your name, email, uh -huh. and phone number right now. You're going to be like, whoa, who are you? <laughs> Safety, distance. Yeah. Right? But happened. if you woke up... It's happened if ever that you do cold calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because exactly. Because I do cold calling before as well. Right. And if you're too aggressive, that's uh -huh. what happens. But exactly. if you just look at somebody and say, Darwin, nice jacket. <laughs> and you go, oh, thanks. That's so cool. Then you can go to the next level. By the way, where uh -huh. did you buy it? Oh, I bought it at this mall. Oh, wow. That is so cool. I think I'll go there too. Slowly, slowly. Yeah. Connection. Hey, you Exactly. And then when you're ready, it's like, hey, you seem like, like a cool person. Let's go hang out. Yeah. Yeah. That's the strategy that I do as well when I do cold calling before. And yeah, mm -hmm. I could relate to that one. So yeah, uh, for my um seventh question, what sets you apart from other marketers or agencies offering Google ad service? That's a very good question mm -hmm. and very easy to answer. Like yeah. I mentioned in the in the beginning of this call, I accidentally ended up in, in the Google Ads world. I, I didn't jump into Google right away. But when I started marketing, I joined an affiliate marketing company. So you have affiliate marketing companies and you have regular marketing companies. It's mm -hmm. not the same thing. Yeah. When you work for an affiliate marketing company, if you don't get leads and sales, you don't get a commission. Exactly. Because what happens is we get this information and then we sell it, Right. If you sell it, you get a cut. So if you sell every lead for $10, you might get two to five dollars, right? Yeah, so you okay. got so you so you got to eat. <laughs> and if you didn't sell it, you got no money, you didn't get to eat. So what happened was as follows: when the campaigns were not doing well, mm -hmm. we had to go the extra mile to figure out why. So we had to learn landing pages copywriting, funnel flows, scheduling appointments. We had to advise our clients how to close the deals so that we could get the commission. Now, if you go to a regular marketing company, the Google Ads manager is sitting there and they might be fantastic at what they do. They'll get you the leads and that's where it ends. And if they don't get you the leads, they'll just say, I'm so sorry, we tried our best. That's what sets it apart. I had the good fortune. I didn't even know I was, I was lucky at the time. I didn't even know I was going to be able to use this information, but joining an affiliate marketing company taught me so much all these extra skills mm -hmm. and like we mentioned earlier those skills helped us with the throughput systems to move people down the funnel and close deals exactly yeah that is right so yeah um for my eighth question how has your personal experience as an affiliate marketer and working with b2c and b2b offers shape your um approach to client campaigns That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. The way it shaped it is it kind of helps you focus in on something specific, you know, even though Google optimization systems, they can be applied across every single um, account out there. It's a different model. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like in e-commerce, you could pick up a phone and say, hey, you added it to your cart. Why aren't you buying? You can't do that because you, you don't have their information. Mm -hmm. With B2B, in, in, B, B to C, it, it, it forced me to, to adjust my, um, my consulting mm -hmm. to the B2B and the B2C world. Mm -hmm. And so it helps if anyone's listening out there, 
if you can hone in and focus on one method. As in your case, you're probably a master at cold calling mm -hmm. and it probably molded molded you into a very specific way to approach it and to guide your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, um, could you describe the profile of your ideal clients you work with, particularly in the United States and Canada? Yes, one of the key things mm -hmm. for the clients is, is they must have an exceptional offer. That's the first one. They must have a good mm -hmm. offer. The second thing is you must have someone that can follow up, like an appointment, yeah. like somebody who can set the appointment. And last, you, you must have a sales expert on your mm -hmm. team. And here's why this is very important. I've been involved in campaigns where I launched the most advanced optimization system Whoa. you could ever imagine, but it did not produce any results because the offer was not great and, and business owners are not willing to adjust. And I've seen the opposite effect. I would run an audit on a campaign and I would be like, wow, this account structure and the optimization system is terrible. But it was producing massive sales because the offer was incredible. So everyone must know that the offer is the driving force. I remember one time um, I was involved in this niche where the business owner had a warehouse. And the warehouse, they were shipping chair covers and table covers all throughout the United States for weddings and all sorts of parties. Got him 80 leads, not one deal closed. Not one deal closed. I followed up and asked, can you tell me more ab about your follow-up system, right? And the client said they sent one email only. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. They got, yeah, they got the name. They got the email. They got the mm -hmm. phone number. They never called. They would just send an email hoping that somebody would just, just give you your credit card. You have to have a conversation. You got to have somebody sitting there calling, scheduling these appointments. You have to thank them for signing up. Exactly. You, you, have, you have to have the human touch. Yeah. The human touch. And that's going to prepare the sales team. Yeah, that's too important, actually. Because, you know, um, when I do cold calling before, um, on my first, um, I think, one to two months that I do cold calling before, I didn't do that. And then our CEO, Lucas James, told me that um, it could not be um, become a sales call if ever that you didn't do it. Or you you couldn't build connection to your lead. So yeah, that's too important, and I could relate to that one. So thank you so much. So for our last question, Daniel, with your um impressive track record, could you share a case study that showcased the impact of your Google ad strategies on a specific client business growth? Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. I can describe it now. Is that all right? Mm -hmm. So there was this dog boarding company in Vancouver. They were called uh, Jet Pet Resort. I think they're still around. And one of the case studies is actually one of the strategies I use. It's very simple. It's called um, high converting keywords plus high converting ads mm -hmm. plus high converting landing pages produces a ton of clients who want to work with you and give you their money. So one of the cool things that we did was we targeted a lot of detailed keywords. And that really wasn't a problem. For this client, they they were targeting all the right keywords, dog boarding, dog hotel. That was fine. The ad copy was also clear. But what, one of the adjustments we made to the ad copy was we spiced it up a, a little bit. I, I told the client, let's put together an offer. They had the offer, but they weren't putting it 
right where everyone could see it. So we, we moved the offer right into headline two. So somebody would read dog boarding near me, near, near, near you. And then they would see mm -hmm. the offer right away. So they would get excited. Well, okay. The offer, they would click on the ad. They come to the landing page. And this is the most incredible part. The first thing the client asked on the landing page was for the name, email, and phone number. And that seems okay. Well, of course, I need your name, I need your email and your phone number to provide you services, to call you, to have a conversation, to close the deal. The conversion rate was decent. I believe it was around 6 to 7%. I said, there's no human touch there. You're servicing people who are passionate about pets. They love their pets. It's part of their family. Yeah. You have, you have to ask yeah. questions. You have to ask questions that's going to make them feel like you care about their exactly. family. Yeah. So we we changed the entire form process. We took the name, email, and phone number and moved it into step two. People could not even see it until they complete step one. And what did we ask in step one? We asked, how old is your dog? Because age matters. If a dog is 10 years old as opposed to one years old, it's a little bit older. You must care for it a different way. Uh -huh. And then we asked, what breed is your dog? So those are the kind of questions that we asked. And the conversion rate nearly doubled overnight. And I made a whole case study video on this. It's incredible. Just by just by switching two parts, switching the sections of the, the form. And then afterwards, yeah. we asked for the name, email, and phone number. And people all gladly said, yes, you can have it. Just like our conversation, right? Nice jacket. Mm -hmm. Where did you buy it? Mm -hmm. those, those questions, it's the same thing. We pretty much said, nice dog. Nice yeah. breed. How old? As long as you could build connection to your lead. So yeah, that's um. I totally agree that dogs and cats or any pets is the part of the family because you know I have a two cat as well. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, exactly. And I treat um them as my own kid. So you know, as my own baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, for the fine. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm, I was just just agreeing with you that you're uh -huh. handing your pets off to somebody for a few days while you're out of town. Yeah, exactly. Um, we could not just leave them, you know. Um, they're too important for me. So yeah, for the right. final question, what is the greatest advice you can provide to those business owners who wanted to grow in the same industry as you do? You mean to other business owners that wanted the Google Ads? Yeah, exactly. I would have to say patience. Mm -hmm. You must have it's tremendous important. patience because when you get involved in this business, there is a massive cycle to it. There's a whole process to it. Just like any other business, you must get leads. You must schedule appointments. You must close deals. You must do service execution. You must build a system that's going to cater to all your clients. You have to streamline it. So you must have patience. And even then, when you're building out your lead generation systems, Google does not treat you differently just because you do Google Ads. They're still going to give you poor quality traffic when you start out. And you must optimize. You know, I, I I have a client once where it took us three months to get healthy traffic, not because of anything wrong, because it was such a niche that poor quality traffic was just pouring in. We were adding hundreds of negatives. So that might happen to you too. So Makes exercise sense. patience and, and just do your best and... The hits are part of life. You're going to get hit. It's just a matter of time. Just keep pushing through it. Keep moving forward. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, that's really um, reliable, actually. So yeah, um, thank you so much again, Daniel, for sharing those things um, here. 
um to our um to us rather and also to our listeners so again um daniel um by the way if ever that there's someone um would like to work with you partnering with you what is the um yet yeah, the uh, most um common thing that they could do at least they could connect with you yeah go to ppcdan.net mm -hmm. watch all the case studies there mm -hmm. i recommend it because their strategies you're not going to find I'll on youtube that. channels or blog posts and if you feel like it's a good fit go ahead and reach out yeah i'll do that so yeah um guys um if you made it this far thank you so much for sticking with us if you got any value for today's episode we would love to get rating or review where you get the podcast if there's someone in met of growing their business or thinking about starting a business send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today and then go, go out implement it execute it and let us know how it goes we want to hear your wins and above all things thanks for having here with us today we really appreciate it and see you in the next one cheers so thank you so much daniel and yeah thank you bye for now thanks so much for this opportunity darwin i'll see you around